Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostest, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. All right, everyone, welcome back. Today, we are having a really special episode because it's something happening in real time in our lives. I'm sitting down with Megan from Go Simplified as we are in the midst of completely reorganizing our house. So this is actually something that has been planned since last year. I definitely had a lot of nerves going into it. Home organization is not something that I have ever felt skilled in. But I grew up in a home that was very organized. So it it didn't always make sense to me. It made me feel shameful, made me feel inadequate. I found myself, especially scrolling social media, everyone seemed to have these perfect homes. And I felt like I had piles of stuff everywhere. And it just built and built and built over the years and has created a lot of anxiety, especially I felt a lot of guilt and shame around my relationship with Shane and having three kids, just feeling like I was causing a lot of stress for other people because I didn't know how to tend to this need. So welcome, Megan. Thank you so much. You have been through the deepest, darkest of all my crap (laughs) this week. Four days of organizing this home. Have it was anything of it surprising to you? No. No. It rarely is. We find that a lot of our clients and the people we help are people who just get behind the eight ball, so to speak. Life gets busy and you, sometimes people come into a new relationship, they have a baby and then Mm -hmm. they forget to deal with university days. So everything gets shoved into a closet and then baby grows up and they push the years into the closet and then Mm -hmm. the parents dump things off. And so it builds and builds and builds. So in your house, there was just a few pockets of things that because you are so busy Mm -hmm. and with the baby, it just got shoved away. Yeah. And when we got married, we merged two homes into one in a day. And this is where I, this was the biggest moment of realization was when you came in and you pulled everything out because for years and years, every single time we've gone through, let's have a garage sale, let's purge some stuff. We have to, we've accumulated too much. We go through things and we kind of just look at it and we pick through what to get rid of. And you kind of flipped that on, take everything out 
and let's decide what gets to stay. And that was game changing. Why is that so effective? Or why is that, why has that become your method? I think that when, and it was interesting, I was going to ask you that question of, you know, how do you feel? We were just talking about that. But yeah. I think that when you tackle a space 50%, mm-hmm. physically, it only accomplishes 50%. But more importantly, emotionally, it only accomplishes 50%. So when you take yeah. everything out, you have a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So what happens neurologically is your brain is doing a mental inventory of what you have. So Sarah, you know exactly what you have in that closet now. So yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. So your brain at night yeah. or during the day, whether you know it or not, is sub- sort of subconsciously trying to figure out what you have. Mm-hmm. And it's always in the background, taking up that mental space that could be used for something else. It's doing duration path outcome. How long is this going to last? How is it going to get fixed? And what's it going to look like? And that's insomnia. That's what keeps us up. No, I I said to somebody today, like whenever we talk about weight, we always assume it to be like on our bodies, on our physical bodies. And I said, this was the best weight loss program. I was telling my doctor, I'm like, this is the best weight loss program I've ever been on because the weight that came off of me and... I don't know that I entirely expected it. I think I thought there was going to be some form of relief, but we like woke up in the morning and there was just something about the way that we got to move through. And we were in the midst of it, but just seeing that first thing, the closet. And I I mean, there's a lot of home organization that really sometimes mirrors, honestly, the way that I've been about myself. There is a bit of perfectionism in the way as as long as I look, I'm okay. And there's junk drawers within my body where I'm just tucking all the stuff I don't want people to see. And when it came into like its physical form within our home, I felt like every single time somebody came over, I was in panic mode and in shame mode and hiding and shoving. And all that did was like, it just compacted the issue. It just truly compacted, like physically compacted it into drawers, into closets. You know, we you opened the one closet door today that I thought there's no way. And it was to the, the, the door is hard to close. Cause it was, if you watch friends, it's Monica's closet. I had that in my house and we worked through it in an hour and a half. In an hour and a half, it was like totally sorted between donate, toss and keep. And it was very simple to do. So I'd love to ask you, mm. what do you feel was a barrier to you? I mean, time, but what, what would you say would be a barrier to why that didn't happen. I'm curious always to ask people. Yeah, I think because I've done it before and I feel like I, but again, not not the same method, but I've, I've done organization stuff before. I've bought tons of things and tried to like organize by buying new tools, buying new organizers for drawers and stuff and nothing seemed to stick. So I just felt like I was the problem. So therefore if I couldn't be that person, how could I possibly have that home? Right. And that's interesting. What you said is you went to buy things because there is organizing, there's tidying, there's cleaning, and there's decluttering. And you cannot do the first three until you do decluttering first. Yeah. I just love to tidy things. That's what I always tell people. I love a tidy house, but as long as I don't see it, but it, I think what I've recognized this week is that just because I don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And until the stuff was physically removed from the house, I was still feeling it. Like it was still, it almost felt like it's been a buzzing in the back of my head. And every weekend I feel, every single time I sit down and try and rest, then all I was thinking about was the things I should be doing or that I could be doing. And 
we had people come do construction in our house last year and the, our laundry had gotten to the point that it was out of control. I had no control over it anymore. It felt that when we did the laundry this week and we got through it all, there was clothes that had been from a vacation that I took in January of 2020. So over two years ago now, and we were washing that clothes. Like it had been sitting for that long because the bigger it got, the more shame I felt. And the busier we were, the harder it was to tackle it because it just felt too big that when we had people coming over to do construction, I just got like a big sheet and I threw it over it. And I just like was joking with everybody, but truly like I couldn't look at it and then look other people in the face around me. It was a lot. And I think that you'll notice you're going to, you're going to sleep more soundly. You'll have, you know, slightly different relationship with those in your home because you will change the energy that you are giving off will shift because the energy of the physical things in your house has shifted and your brain our brains are predictors they want to push everything off to brains are actually lazy right mm-hmm. our, our brains we breathe we walk the brains don't have to think about that so the brain your brain was trying to solve what was every time you looked at that door whether you knew it or not your brain was trying to figure out what to when will i yeah. get to that what I should do that and the guilt. And so, you know, it's, there's a lot of reasons why we don't want to throw things out. Yeah. Let's talk about that actually, because I know you kind of walked through that with me. And I think for a lot of us, you feel like you either, it's a kind of have or have not situation. We either are an organized, very good at some things, sometimes to a negative degree. I know some people who, who struggle with, you know, any type of disorganization where it can affect their mental health. I was living in chaoticness and was it was affecting my mental health, but there is reasons all the way down why we might hold on to things. Do you want to kind of walk? Let's walk through those. Well, what's interesting is we, you know, I see them every day. Every day. And, yeah. you know, I in my brain kind of have made seven categories really of why people hang on to things. Mm-hmm. So when when I work with you, it depends on your personality too yeah. of how how much I sort of make myself into a chameleon of of you. And for you, it was easy to let things go Mm -hmm. easier, but there was still reasons why you hung on to things. And I think one is you're, you're a hardworking perfectionist. And so sometimes doing nothing is better than making a decision that you might regret. Yeah. Did that resonate? Yeah. Fair enough. Cause if I, if I couldn't get the job or or maybe feeling like if it wasn't going to change anything, then why do it? Right. So, you know, we talked about this last night is that there was a few things that really had just been bad purchase decisions, but mm-hmm. you didn't want to let go of them because it's easier to just keep them than to admit a bit, I don't, you know, shame or whatever that I made yeah. a bad purchase. Yeah. We make bad purchases, but it doesn't mean you have to hang on to it. Hanging on to it just actually is a reminder every time yeah. that you made the bad purchase. So yeah, it's better to let it go. And sometimes I made bad purchases because I was mentally not in a great space. And that is a very common thing that a lot of people go through. Yeah. But keeping it is actually a reminder of back, going yeah. back. Yeah. Financially, we talked about that because mm-hmm. of the path and the journey that you've been on that that was expensive. Well, let's break it down. How expensive was it? Is it, there's a cost to clutter. So let's talk yeah. about that $30, $40, $5 thing. It doesn't matter, $100. What would you rather have the the emotional burden of the clutter or, you know, what's the cost? What's that dollar sign to you, to your yeah. body, to your brain? And sometimes it's just better to let it go. Yeah. I mean, that was a big one for me because I went from a situation of not having much, you really held on to everything. Everything was just in case, even if 
they didn't fit, even if it was not used, it was very hard to let go and purge because everything felt like it could be potential value or potentially something maybe I would use again. And I, it, that feeling of letting things go was a lot more difficult for sure. And, and today and this whole week has been a reminder of safety, a little bit of, of safety in the situation of it's okay to let these things go because I, not because there's like abundance necessarily, but more the fact that I, this isn't going to impact my life. I haven't even seen these things for two years. So I've lived without them for two years. So it's not going to impact me. I'm okay. I'm safe. But you're safe. That's another reason is, you know, there's been trauma, there's been loss where mm. things make you feel safe and secure. And, and it's tricky. And I'm not asking people to throw everything out financially, right. but, but you have to let go of some of the past to welcome the present. And if that past is always there reminding you, you know, maybe there's some clothes that didn't fit properly. Yeah passing them along to someone who has nothing, it's proven that it helps neurologically. You you get a dopamine hit from passing things on, mm. from going to, you know, going to a donation center and giving, yeah. giving back makes you feel good too. So I'm not saying that people should get rid of everything they have, but hanging on to it, there's a cost. So do you think with people who struggle with letting things go or feeling that financial burden in releasing a lot of it, does it kind of also in terms of like repeating the process, do you find that people do have to do this over and over again? Or is this something that essentially through this work, you can actually learn a little bit about yourself and hopefully not get in those same cycles? Or is it kind of like a, a bit of both, a bit of an unlearning that might take time? It, it depends. You know, if there is deep, deep trauma and loss associated with why you're hanging on to things, that's sometimes mm -hmm. often the only situation where we can't help. But often you've gone through these four days and it's taken a lot of your time. So when you go to buy that thing at HomeSense or that, that little gadget or the gadget, you will think about it twice now yeah. because, <laughs> oh, sure. because you don't want to have to do this yeah, again. And it's so true. You also, Sarah, for you, what we did is we help line everything up. So for instance, I'm looking at, at lipsticks right now. So we lined them up because they were in six different drawers. Mm -hmm. We laid them all out. And I that's why I lipsticks. said, take everything out, put it into piles of categories, mm -hmm. because then you could assess that and say, I have 15 lipsticks. I only want five. Apparently I'm never satisfied with a lipstick. <laughs> or mugs, P.S. Or mugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, everyone's got, I've got things that I have a small collection. Uh, you know, yeah. everybody's going to have one thing. And we say, that's great. Keep your one thing. I'm yeah. going to go soft on you and let you, you know, whatever, let's talk it through. But when you are collecting a lot of things, the other thing is who's going to get those things, your kids, and you don't mm. want to pass that burden onto them because fair. that generation is different and they don't want things. So they particularly, and, and they'll hang on to them because they think that they're important to you. Mm. So it's better to clear them out and do them the favor. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people who also just hate waste, right? And they just yeah, get paralyzed. Yeah, I was going to say some of the other reasons, but we've gone through a few of them, but yeah, I hate it. The feeling of get, having waste is hard, but there was a remarkable amount of things that were completely, un, I had like just broken stuff everywhere and the feeling of throwing things out or having waste that it, it is, especially in today's climate actual literal climate, it is hard to so have waste. What's interesting about that is all of the things that we took to recycling, the things mm -hmm. that did have to go to the, you know, to the dump, so to speak. Again, when you go to buy something, that seed is planted that you will think about the waste right. that that's creating. And it's, so it's, it's yeah. there because you did the exercise. Yeah, that's a good point.
Oh my gosh, there's so much to do. We have emails, laundry, groceries, the list goes on, maybe even a little organization after today. There is a lot on your to-do list, but what should be at the top? Well, the answer is you. This year, put yourself first with the help of Dipsy. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. Yep, you heard that right. And now they even have a brand new written stories. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe, shame-free way. There are hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore. And they also have wellness sessions to help you wind down and explore and sleep sessions to help you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash papaya. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash papaya. One more time, dipsystories.com slash papaya. And remember, what should be at the top of the list? You. Let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Shanae Alexander, host of Press Send, a podcast and more importantly, a safe and hilarious place for candid conversations about scary, funny, heartbreaking, but always intriguing questions that make us all human. Each week, me and a new best friend you haven't met yet field your questions across any and all topics and offer our take on the matter with plenty of humor, heart, and badassery along the way. We launch a new episode of Press Send every Wednesday. We'll see you there. Are there some other reasons that we hold on to things? I think some people just, you know, it's it's kind of, quote, kinder to keep it, right? Mm. So something that you received from your sister or your aunt or a gift and, oh, but they thought this was so kind to give this to me and I don't want to give it away because I feel bad. But, right. but you have to remember that that person gave it to you as a gift mm-hmm. and that gave them that pleasure. You hanging on to it because your grandmother gave it to you and your grandmother has sadly passed your grandma would never want you to have that emotional burden of keeping it just because, right? She'd rather you let it go and release that. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. How, let me ask, how did you even get into this work and why do you stay in it? Honestly, this is the thing, and I've said it to you so many times this week, like why the heck would you want to, this is the crap I would, I never want to, I never want to do it. I want to stay as far away from it as possible. I'll be honest, after going through the last four days, I'm now like, oh, I can't wait to do like the kids' closets. I feel like I have learned enough where I feel very inspired to start going through things. And especially with kids who literally grow out of things every six months, I can't imagine what we've accumulated that truly doesn't need to be a need and therefore can go and serve somebody else and have a second life. But, you know, we haven't touched every single part of the house and, but you've been doing this for a long time. So why did you get into it and why the heck do you stay in it? Well, we were talking about this last night. Yeah. Uh, I love the smile on people's faces and I love to see the energy change in their bodies at Mm. the end of it compared to the beginning. And I think when I go into any room, I look for the efficiencies and I see 
how can this be set up with some type of system that's going to work better for your lifestyle and for you? So totally. It's not about the, that was one thing I felt like you really listened to us where it wasn't about an aesthetic. It was no. about it working. Yeah. The form that and was function. game changing. Yeah. And I, you know, I do love some of those picture perfect images. They look great. But to me, you know, six shelves of Evian water is not how we live. So yeah. <laughs> right. we, it, it's impractical. So we need to set it up. And so sometimes we use different color containers. We mm-hmm. used, we reused every single container that you had. Yeah. So not everything matches and it doesn't really matter. It's got to work for your family yeah. or why bother doing it? So yeah. I think that just clearing out that physical and mental, mental clutter and seeing the results is what makes, what makes me keep going. And my team is so, I mean, they just don't stop. Like, Are you exhausted? Like, you do you not get tired? Like, does it not feel like you're doing the same thing over and over? Or is it exciting to kind of step into new space? So here's the thing is people say to me all the time, your house must be perfect and it must be so well organized. <laughs> it's pretty good, but I'm like the hairdresser who yeah, needs a haircut, yeah, yeah, the yeah. stylist that needs to get styled. It's it's easier to do other people's space. And so that's there's something that's psychologically hard about doing your own space. So I always Fair. recommend to people, if you can't do it, invite a friend over who's not judgmental, who's going to be gentle with you, you know, who's, who's going to create space and help you out and, and, and help you rather than criticize you. But sometimes you need to have a friend or a family member Mm. come in and do it with you. And it's not always your husband and it's hard to do your, so it's hard to do your own spaces. So when I need help, I get my team to come. Yeah. And you said something earlier and you never really explained why, but you typically like to start in bathrooms. Why is that? There is not a lot of trigger sentimental things that are going to set you off. If you start in your storage room or your garage, these are places where things go because you don't know how to deal with them. So the bathroom is a great place to start because they're things that you emotionally aren't really necessarily. Yeah. It's like expired medicine. You don't need it. It's like a dried out mascara. So it takes practice to get into doing this. People think that you automatically are going to be born to be an organizer. That's like thinking that you're automatically going to be born to be artistic, but you can learn to create art and you can get better. So I say start in the bathroom, tackle that so that your brain can forge those new neural pathways and get rewarded. You know, that's a big thing too, is if you're working out, if you're doing anything, you need to constantly reward yourself, not for the end result, but for being there, for showing up. Be grateful. Yeah. I've got a body and I'm moving it and I love it and I can do this. So reward yourself on the smaller rungs of the ladder. And so it's creating that, habits, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. you get those little dopamine hits from the small win mm-hmm. instead of the end result because it's hard to make it to the end sometimes. So right. that's why we call things towns because it kind of creates humor and it breaks things up that is that what you're doing? Because this whole week you were like, this is that town and that's food town and that's dog town. And I was like, All right, this must be like a Calgary slang. I don't know about. So what happens now? You and Shane, people start saying it. So now if there's less sort of finger pointing in the house. So if Shane says to you, where's that? You can say, well, that's in barbecue town, Shane. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it it creates, it, and it creates humor. You laugh. Yeah. There's a bit of an adrenaline release. I mean, ad- anxiety is adrenaline building in your body. And if True. too much adrenaline builds, the quit response happens and we quit. Mm. So if you can get a little bit of dopamine in, you stay in the game. And that's all I'm trying to make people do is stay in the game and keep you involved. We couldn't have done this without you. Yeah. And I will be honest, it did get easier as we kept going. The The first thing we started on was actually our closet. That was not something I expected to do because when we talked about it, 
I very much was like, I need for us to work on the spaces that everyone is impacted by. And I don't want to work on a space that is my space because that feels, I don't want to waste that time. I need you here to like help us as a, like, I want to help the kids. Let's like, let's alleviate their pressures. Let's alleviate the kitchen and, and the spaces that everyone is like the front door that everyone's commonly using. And you were like, no, we're going to start at the closet. And what I really recognized is the connection between our own ways that we move through this world with self-care and then caring for others. You kind of had stepped in and started in a space that is where I start my day. And now I have this clear, peaceful mind starting the day. And I, this whole week have felt a, a calmness about like everything else. Like we're still tackling other areas, but was, have you noticed that there's a lot of people who kind of go through that when they are like, you're not doing a whole house, but you're choosing four areas that they will often try and mitigate what those areas are based on other people and not themselves. And we can also coach you, Jackie and I were here for this one. Lori came to help a bit, but mm -hmm. we've done this so many times. We can pretty much gauge right away what you're going to be up for. So yeah. if you were the person who was walking around the house sighing all the time. You didn't yeah. sigh once. So sighing is your body getting rid of CO2 so that you feel less panicked. Mm. So I see some people going around the, and they're like, you know, inhaling and exhaling and sighing. And so they're panicked. There's anxiety. I didn't see that with you. So I knew that you'd be up to the closet. And I thought that it was a good place to start because you I and just Shane, thought it was going to take a week and you did it in a day. <laughs> well, you guys share a closet too, right? We share so a closet. we thought that that's important for Shane mm -hmm. and for you to get it in control. And then stupid Shane and his annoyingness though, and his freaking like perfect drawers. Oh, oh yeah, we did. So get annoyed at that. Everyone was, you all were so impressed. Like, Oh, look at Shane's drawer. Don't even need to touch them. I swore. I asked him on the podcast that we did for what would be last week's episode. I'm like, did you do that on purpose? Like, did you, <laughs> you me he up. always, no, that's who he is. He's an organized person, but living with me has caused him to kind of throw up his hands a little bit too. Right. And be like, I can't. Right. We, Shane and I were talking about that downstairs is, does it make you stop? Your house gets dirty after you clean. Does that mean you just should stop cleaning? Mm. I don't think so. Like you have to work at it. It, it, you, you know, you have to revisit it and you guys are going to have to revisit it maybe every six months, but you got rid of a lot of things and we got a lot of systems in place. Now all the towels are in one place. All the medicine is one place. So now when you go to put something away, you know where to put it, right? Our yeah. brains love those categories. You kind of said we need an in-home hospital. What's that? And and that's where I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. We have, the other day Shane had a headache and I was like, I don't even know where the Advil is. And no you'll idea. Save, you'll save a ton of money too, because now you know your Advil's together. Mm -hmm. You know where to go to look if there's Advil. Yeah. You're not going to have it expire all over the place. There's going to be no panic shopping. So podcast not sponsored by Advil, but should be now. <laughs> I'm so excited to share with you this incredible sponsor and jewelry brand, Golden. Golden jewelry features modern personalization options that allow you to create a piece that tells your stories. And there's a million ways to make it yours. Each piece is handmade just for you. You choose your metal, size, and personal inscriptions to be hand-stamped by their makers. Every piece comes with a letterpress, gift-ready packaging, and handwritten note and jewelry care kit. And they offer a happiness guarantee on all of their pieces, yes, including personalized ones. Their mission is to make it by hand 
make it personal, make a difference, creating connections and giving back through every purchase. Golden believes in empowerment through craft by providing local craft workers in the Pacific Northwest with jobs working within a process that reduces waste, recycles scrap, and increases material sustainability. They donate 10% of all profits and more through special collections to organizations that support their core values of education, liberation, and community building. Golden is female-founded and runs with a workforce consisting of 80% women. Wait till you see their jewelry. I picked out some stuff for myself. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. Personalization is just one of those things that I've always been drawn to because throughout your life, it just is nice to take a pause and see these meanings of your life, the reasons you're you're wise, right? And if you can have it in little tiny ways, like in your jewelry, it just is so much more meaningful, which is why it's one of my favorite gifts to give as well. So go check out Golden right now because we have a coupon code for you. Visit gldn.com to find the perfect piece and make it yours. Use code papaya at checkout for 15% off your purchase. One more time, that's golden, gldn.com, promo code papaya for 15% off your first purchase. Let's get back to the show. Okay, let's talk about another thing because this is something that really surprised me in the way that you guys work. And that's that you came in with a lot of different size containers and you're like, we have to be ready to use whatever and then we'll return everything, like return what we don't use. Now that seems a little backwards at first, but then I understood it as you went because you didn't know the needs yet, which is funny because a lot of us, like me, I go buy the containers and I come home and I'm like, ah, frig that doesn't fit that shelf. And then it, it, it doesn't happen. Like it doesn't work the way it should. Or I went to HomeSense and I was like, this is cute. And I didn't, the function didn't come from it because I bought what I thought was cute. I, where, did, where in your world did that end up coming into play that you're like, let's buy the stuff, let's be ready for it all and let's return what we don't need? So that just is experience, I think. Yeah. And I've honed in on the things and I put them, you know, in my store, I link them. They're the things that are tried and true and they're the things that I know work. I'm not yeah. going to ever... I've tried a bunch of organizing things and bag sealers and things and they just don't work. So yeah. we go to the ones that we know work mm-hmm. and we sort of Tetris them into drawers and it depends on the length of your cabinets, but we have 16 to 20 that work in most homes. Yeah. So we have to come prepared and bring those. Usually I I have my trailer and they're full. So I've got how-to guides that I have online that walk you through those steps to be able to assess what you need first and then go buy because the last thing I want you to do is go waste your money. Mm-hmm. So you need to be laser focused on what you need first. And you don't know that until you declutter because you don't know. It's interesting, Sarah. Everybody wants to go shopping first because guess what you're doing? You're not you're not getting after the job. Yeah. It's a distraction. And sometimes actually when I get overwhelmed and my team's with me, I say, oh, I'm just going to run to wherever to get this because it, that overwhelm builds a little bit and it's easier to go shopping. Yeah. Because then you don't have to deal with it. But for instance, your closet, we thought we needed a massive system in there. By the time we decluttered it, you don't need anything. Yeah. We just, you added a few bins, a system I already had in place and you added these clear dividers to have my pants, which gave me back my drawers. Cause this has been a huge thing is my drawers don't work because they're you can't shallow. stack. Yeah. They're too shallow. You could only fit like three pairs of 
jeans and it was full. And so let's talk a little bit about how people can kind of approach this. We talked a little bit last night. Some people are have no capacity to do this themselves and maybe they just want to hire. They have the desire to hire an organizer. That's why people have those jobs. Same with you can buy a cake mix or you can go to a bakery. Not One is not better than the other. They're just a choice to make. However, people are genuinely curious on getting started. Now you built this Instagram page. It's almost at a, you started it last year. This is just shows what a need it is for organization because people are now, storage units have gone up in sales more than ever before. People are holding onto a lot. And this decluttering is truly, it's a mental health thing. It's a physical health thing. It, it, it impacts our whole worlds. And so I've just noticed even people in my following have just been blown away at how interested, like they're just so interested in it. They're tackling things. I, as people have been sending me pictures of them pulling their <laughs> closets out and getting, being like, I'm just so inspired. So you built an Instagram page over helping people kind of work through what this, what this looks like. Real life, seeing real, real life, life stuff. Life. Yeah. And also you do link those products that people could, you know, if they're in the process and they're like, yeah, I do need those dividers. Some things are necessary. You know, yeah. that's why they call them containers is because you can't really organize sometimes without the containers. So if mm-hmm. we show up to it, I didn't mean to interrupt, but if no. we show up to a job without containers, we're a little bit paralyzed. You sometimes yeah. can do it, but you often need containers need to, to set going. those boundaries, to set yeah. the, and label them, right? Because then when you go to look in your pantry now, you know that snacks is full. So you don't need to shop. If you're at the store, you can ask Shane, how's snacks looking? He can open the cabinet. Snacks is full. Mm-hmm. If snacks is empty, he buys it. Yeah. You know, so it makes it easier to shop. Makes it so but much people, easier. And people, I think you were asking the question of how do you do it yourself? And when do you hire? And who do you hire? And, you know, a lot of people ask me, do you, we really only work in Calgary, but a yeah. lot of people have, I'm slowly rolling out. I did the can, how to organize your pantry guide, how to organize your kitchen guide. Yeah, we're actually doing this, but it's actually to build out a lot of your other work. Like people are like, how do you got, get them here from Calgary? I'm like, well, there's actually other things coming from this work that we're doing together. It, we're using this as an example. I bought all, like I'm buying all the containers and everything for it, but you guys came down here to work and use our house as a bit of a template. And it's going to be, you might see it somewhere else in some publication at some point too, but it, it's a very exciting thing for us to be able to use someone like me as an example to kind of inspire that DIY too. I'm grateful for you too. And I, that's the first thing I said when I walked in the door. And it's the last thing I'll say when Mm. I leave is I'm grateful for you for opening your home to us and trusting us and letting us show vulnerable thing, but showing what real life looks like, (laughs) because that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like in my house. Sometimes it happens, but we can't give up on ourselves and we can't, you need to take baby steps Mm -hmm. one drawer at a time. So that's why I created those guides so that people who can't, I can't get to physically, it's 44 pages. Like everything I've ever done was poured into those of how to, you know, the, there's a page on make sure the lights are turned up, make sure the windows are open, make sure your environment is good. So you'll stay in that room because if mm-hmm. it's dark and you're, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll bail, you'll leave. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of tricks to stay in the game. Let's take a break to talk about one of my favorite plant-based protein snack brands, Simply Protein. I've been enjoying Simply Protein for years, and they have a variety of products from snack bars, cookie bars, energy bites, with flavors for days, whatever your appetite desires, truly. 
Their line of products are designed to fit any lifestyle. And the Simply Protein team believes that wellness is truly a personal endeavor, not a prescriptive one. Their snacks are made with plant-powered fuel to inspire and help energize you to live your life on your own terms with the fuel to be you. Gosh, I just love that. Because the path to feeling good is as individual as we are. We simply cannot take a one-size-fits-all approach to wellness. But we do have a lot of different things in common, right? Everybody's journey might be different, but we all do share the need for protein. It's not just for those who are really into competitive fitness, but for everyone and any body. Simply Protein helps give me the fuel I need throughout the day because my life can be so chaotic and having that fuel really is completely vital to me for whatever it is that I'm doing. Right now, you can try their snack bars, cookie bars, and energy bites by shopping on simplyprotein.ca or simplyprotein.com and use the code PAPAYA15 for 15% off your purchase. And if you'd like to, you can follow them on Instagram at simplyprotein for more inspiration or to learn more about the brand and what they've got going on. Let's get back to the show. I love following like cleaning pages and home organization, even if it's like just to look at the pretty pictures, but you kind of have taken a little bit of a different approach. It's not just about the pretty picture. You really want to inspire people to reflect and create change within their homes. But you shared with me, you know, you just started this Instagram account last year and you were like, I'm in my fifties and I'm starting on social media. And I'm like, but that's so cool. You're like, you're blo- you've blown past a hundred thousand followers. People are so here for it. And the way that you are teaching people to, yeah, like kind of rewire the way that we work our brains, but also the way that we're running our homes and removing the shame from it. I, I, the guilt and the shame, there has been not a moment in this. When you guys first walked through the house, I apologized probably 45 times. And then there was just like this, that, this, that there was decision-making and not like a, do you really want to keep that? Do you really need to have that? Do you really like not no, a no moment judgment. of like judgment or, or questioning? It was just less. Okay sounds good. Like it was just go, 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 go. And as we went on, it got easier and easier and easier because it was like this practice of letting go. It was a practice of releasing, a practice of reminding myself of my safety. It was a practice of removing that shame from the entire thing. And so all I have to say is while you have come into our home and done this for us, I am truly so looking forward to continuing to learn and continuing to have this skill. I think that you blew my mind when we had our first phone call about, will we even do this? And you said, you know, it, it's okay that you don't have an organized home. That's a skill you have to learn. And nobody's ever said it to me like that before. It always just felt like you're a messy person or you're not. No, and there's different styles too. I think people don't realize, and that's something that we talked about right away is some people like to see everything open. Mm. Their brains need to see it out. So it's the example would be if they worked in, if they were crafters, they would want to have a peg wall where the, everything's hanging and they can see it. Some people like to see everything not. They like to see no clutter. The island has to be clear. So those yeah. people in their craft room, everything would be in the drawers. Mm-hmm. Some people like micro organizations. Some people don't really care. It can just go yeah. in a basket. So I need to learn your style. And if you're the person who is never going to open the closet doors to hang up the coat, take off the closet doors and put some hooks in. Yeah. Right? Smart. Yeah. So, because you're not going to change who you are. And yeah. I think a lot of people look at some websites and, and Instagram accounts and it's perfection. Mm. And they think, well, that's, I, 
I want to be that, but that's not really who they are. So yeah. then they think they've failed as organizing. So mm. your style's okay and it doesn't have to match as long as it works. And as long as you're true to yourself and you are, I want you to do it though, yeah. right? Like I want you to not give up and I yeah. want you to not just think, well, it's, it's not never about gonna, perfect. It's yeah. about practical. And I, and that's been a huge thing. Even when we went through the closet, they're like, do you want color coded or do you want it by what it is? And I was like, I want it color coded. I yeah. don't know. That's just like, work for but you. It, it, it's what's worked so far too. I felt really, really good about it. And, you know, we went from, we really loved wood hangers, thought we needed those. And you came in with these slender velvet ones. And suddenly this closet that felt far too small has more than enough space for everything. So that's been a real, there's, there's, I could go on and on, but it has been honestly, such a joy to have you guys here. It's been really inspiring. I can't wait to get to the, I, I'm really excited to do this with you and then to bring people along on me doing it myself because I'm truly just so stoked, especially seeing, yeah, you know what? You guys have been doing this for four days on these major, major projects, but now I see how much time and effort it into like, like you said, just starting with a drawer. I know now that if I dedicate an hour on the weekends to one thing that ongoing, we will be able to start functioning a lot better. It's going to be a better, well-oiled machine. And I'm, I'm truly looking forward to that. Self-care, right? It's a form, it's of, a form self-care. of self-care. And I've been doing it for 14 years. I've been mm. organizing. The Instagram thing is new only because I wanted to share it in a different capacity yeah. to, I wanted to reach more people and do exactly that. But, you know, I've got some years on you and yeah. some experience that just life experience in a different way, but also just organizing experience. So I taught you some things. I've yeah. learned a lot of things from you. And so it's, it's I mean, it's you've done, you did such a good job though. You, Thank you. you did a great job. I still have to tackle that lineup of lipsticks. I don't know what I'm going to say about those. Tell everyone where they can find you and where they can follow along and get inspired to organize their lives and start implementing this as a form of self-care because truly it is. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having us. You know, it's sort of uh, the feeling between scared, anxious, nervous, you know, we we kind of mix those words up together. You said at the beginning, you're excited, and it, yeah, but you're and scared. scared. It was a duality of, of it. It was both. Yeah. yeah. So the rewards come when you let go of that feeling though, mm. because you can't see the other side until you take the step. So mm. whether you're doing it yourself or whether you have a professional come in, it's worth taking the step. And every single client says afterwards, big hugs out the door. I should have done this. You know, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. Right. Well, thank you. You are go simplified on Instagram. Are you anywhere else? Is there a site website we can go yeah, to as we well? Have a website. It's www.go underscore simplified.com. Go lightly okay. is my last name. So oh, nice. I've, you know, I just started the Instagram go simplified, but my company is called simplified, but my last name's go lightly. So we just kind of combined that. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Megan, your whole team. I, I just adore you guys. I'm going to miss you. Know, surprisingly, you. I thought, I thought at the end of this, I'd be like, can you just, I'm done. Like we'll just get through these four days and then I'll be done. And it's been a delight. It's truly been so, so lovely. And uh, sharing our space with you has been <laughs> a lot less nerve wracking than I expected. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for sharing with everyone listening today. And for everyone who is listening, I'm going to have in the show notes where you can follow along. Please, please, please go check out Megan in this page. You are honestly going to be so inspired. You're also going to get little tours of everything that we did. Hopefully I like took so many before photos and, uh, but I'm so obsessed with the after, even like somebody came into our house today and she was like, 
did you have more lights put in? And I was like, no. She's like, are they new lights? I'm like, no. She's like, it just seems really light in here. And I'm like, I know. Awesome. And it was, and you said that a lot of people feel that, feel that way. Yeah. It just feels it lighter. Changes. And if you don't have to sell your house, so many people say, I'm at the point where I need to sell my house. And yeah. And you don't always have to. Yeah. Or you don't need a massive renovation. Ugh. This this feels like a renovation. If any, if I can give one thing of advice to anybody is when you, if you are hiring out and look at it like a renovation, look at it like you're putting budget towards a home renovation because that's truly, you're just renovating your stuff. And it is, it is the most amazing thing. Like I said, best weight loss thing I've ever done. And often if you're moving, you're just escaping the space and moving it elsewhere. Yeah, hundred percent. Shoving it in bags. That's what I did. So I get it. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next week. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the Papaya Podcast. And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then.